Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Earth Toy of the Week podcast. I'm your host, Adam Paulus, and it is Friday, March 8th, 2019. This week, I'm running late for lunch as I usually am, so let's get this started with the Transformers, Generations, War for Cybertron, Siege, Deluxe, Wave 2. It's a lot of words. Anyway, I got these yesterday. I have gotten to transform them in all of their modes basically once. There are four new figures, one of which is very similar to an old figure. You get Prowl, Chromia, Six-Gun, and Ironhide. They're on my desk on opposite sides. I like them all. You have reasons to buy them all. You may have reasons to wait, uh, but I will walk you through that, and I think you'll enjoy them. If you bought Wave 1, you know these are really good figures. Articulation is a little bit sturdier than usual. The joints are deliberately designed by the Takara Tomy engineers to hold a little bit more weight because they know you're probably going to use Target Masters or that combat system with those little energy bolts that go on the tips of the barrels of the guns that would normally cause a figure's arm to sag. These are a little bit sturdier and stronger. They also cost a tiny bit more, but you're probably getting your money's worth. I'm going to go ahead and start with Prowl, because he's the first on the left. This is a shorter deluxe Autobot. Um, of them all, I would say this is the first one you open up and you're like, eh, it seems a little unsubstantial. It turns into a Cybertronian police car. It has Autobot Cybertronian lettering on his doors that say, Police! Uh, you may have found other interesting things that they say on the side of vehicles if you decide to translate them. For example, if you bought Jazz about a year ago. I'm not going to go into that. But Prowl has a removable light bar and a gun. The light bar can be plugged into the gun or stored on his back if you like. Uh, it can also be on the car in car mode. The robot's transformation is very similar to the original Prowl with a couple of changes. The arms don't quite crisscross the same way and they tuck in the sides. The back of the car's rear window turns into the uh, figure's shins. There's an Autobot logo on the shin. There's an Autobot logo on the chest. The lights are kind of painted okay. It would have been nice if they had a little bit more color on the uh, headlights. Just because it, in car mode there's a lot of white and it's a long nose. But the robot head's really good. And unlike the other Autobots, this one has no noticeable battle damage. I'd say this probably has less paint than any of the other deluxe toys. I might be wrong, but that's the impression I get. It's a lot of white, a little bit of black. It's got chevrons on the biceps, a little bit of yellow on the, uh, let's say, crotchial region. And articulation is really good. There's a lot of moving parts. You can plug in weapons to 5mm ports everywhere if you want to use the COG or 6-gun power-up armor. It works really well. I did that last night and I'm having fun posing the figure. The legs are a little bit thinner and more spindly than you might expect for the Autobot strategist slash jerk, if you've read the comics, and uh, it's pretty good. Uh, if you like Prowl, you should buy Prowl. If you don't like Prowl, we are going to be offering Barricade later. The Barricade remold has a new head that looks kind of like the uh, smokescreen head, so there might be a redeco, there might not, you might just be planning ahead, but it's the black Decepticon police car from the movies, done in a G1 Cybertron style. So, if you're... I know everyone collects differently. Some people go, oh, I've got enough Prowls. I couldn't possibly have another Prowl. I like the Combiner Wars one. I like the Universe one. I like the G1 one. I don't need more. Well, for you, there's Barricade. And either way, it's a pretty good toy. It's sturdy. I like how it works. Transformation's okay. Um, be careful transforming it, because the red on Prowl's head crest can scrape against the uh, car parts during transformation. Next up, we have Chromia a figure I didn't know I wanted, and maybe I still don't. I don't know. It's a good figure. I'm only saying that because it takes figures I've already bought, 
kind of combines them into a new figure that's really good. Uh, the last Chromia was in 2014, I believe, and it turned into a motorcycle. It was a remold of Transformers Prime RC, and the robot looks very similar to this robot. Uh, the car mode on this new Chromia looks very similar to Moonracer and Novastar, who was based on Firestar. It's the same Cybertronian car. And that, those are the Power of the Primes deluxe Autobot uh, soldiers. And they were combiners. This one does not have any combiner parts. Transformation is very similar but different. Uh, the combiner stuff just isn't there. Articulation is pretty similar, but she's a little bit sturdier. So it looks like if you bought... I was talking to somebody yesterday and saying, if you remember how Energon Starscream, way back in 2003, was very similar to the Generation 2 uh, Smokescreen... I'm sorry, uh, I'm trying to remember because they kept changing the name. Smokejumper and Dreadwind. I think it was. And they kept changing. There were multiple versions, but you know, the Autobot, uh, sorry, Decepticon <laughs> bomber with a jet that they can combine, and there's the firing uh, barrel with the rockets. It's like the little one, and they're the, kind of the same toy, but they're not the same toy. And Chromia is kind of like that, too. Uh, as Chromia goes, this is my favorite Chromia. There's no doubt about it. I'm only just a little annoyed that I'm like, oh, I already have a Chromia, and I already have a car. It turns into something like that. But, uh, so if you're collecting them all, and you're a completist, you're going to like this toy. If you haven't bought a Chromia, and you missed the two Autobot women last year, you're going to like this. Paint's good. Deco's really good. She has a light blue face, a white kind of a crest on her head with a red thing on it. Uh, there's a red area on her neck and on her torso. Um, the, there's rocker ankles, so she's a lot more articulated than previous releases of not this mold, but molds that are similar to it. And... They definitely improved her a great deal. She's full of uh, little greeblies, little modely bits that Prowl doesn't have. Prowl's very smooth. Uh, there's a lot of over-designed uh, circuitry and stuff on the exterior of Chromia. And you might like it, and you might not. She's also very clean. I don't notice any obvious battle damage. Um, you might have to add that yourself. And she's got lots and lots of places to, pu to uh, plug in those uh, combat system bolts. She also has a silencer on her blaster and two extra pieces that can make her, like, triple silence, triply silenced. I don't know what they're for. I don't understand guns. I never collected them. I wasn't one of those kids who read all the armory books, so I don't know a lot of things. Other than the fact that this is a sturdy robot with big feet that are able to stand up and rotate in every direction. I mean, they did a real nice job with this figure. The only thing obnoxious about it is you've probably got a toy kind of like this if you're a completist, so... I'd say it's up to you. Uh, the back does not come off as a shield, as far as I can tell, but um, it's a neat toy, it's well-designed, and I'm glad I have it. Uh, also a toy of a character I did not have previously, because as a kid I didn't have Metroplex, Six-Gun. Six-Gun is one of Metroplex's little buddies. This version of Six-Gun, uh, not untrue. You can, turn, you can pull off Six-Gun's legs, and the legs become blasters. They can also become uh, shoe lifts for other Autobots. You can pop off the blasters on the backpack or on the gun, and uh, you get four handheld blasters with it. And you can dismember this figure and use it as armor and weapons. Ghoulish, but useful. Uh, you can turn it into a giant hand mode. You can turn it into sort of a flying jet alt mode that's really just a conglomeration of parts. It's okay, but the figure is really meant to be used as uh, accessories or a robot. And articulation is great. The arms have a lateral uh, movement, so they can go out, they can rotate. The legs, same thing. You can move them in every which direction. There's a thigh swivel, which you don't always get. 
uh, rocker ankles. Uh, you can even move the toes forward a little bit if you like, which you very rarely get in Transformers. I'm guessing there must be some other hidden mode because there's things this toy does that aren't really addressed in the instructions. So maybe there's a recolor coming. Maybe there's an extra bonus mode later. I like it. I think you'll like it too. Uh, the bicep swivels are really stiff and the wrists don't rotate, but they did paint a fist black. If you're a longtime Transformers collector, you might have your original 1987, I think it was, Metroplex? Well, maybe it was 86. But uh, you don't have a six-gun this big, this well-detailed. He has a red helmet with a white face mask and a blue visor. So it doesn't have a lot of facial personality, which is unfortunate. Uh, Cog was the same way. I think Brunt, for the uh, Trypticon buddy, is similar. There's just not a lot of personality in the face. But the vehicle is armed to the teeth. The robot looks like it could kick your butt. It's impressive. And... I'm really glad I got it. Uh, if you don't get it from us, you should get it somewhere, but you can get one. It's fun. Uh, I tore them apart and tried all the alt modes that were available to me with Prowl, and uh, they all fit in pretty well. I think it might work better with Sideswipe or something, because Prowl has a back kibble with a 5mm port to plug stuff in that doesn't feel as solid as, like, uh, Hound or Sideswipe, but I digress. Rounding out the wave is Ironhide, which is a really good figure. I don't know if mine has a small flaw or they're all this way. I'll just tell you what it is off the bat, because it's a great deluxe toy, absolutely worth the money, lots of great battle damage paint, but there are flaps that hang off of the knee area on the exterior of the legs, and they fold back to cover the vehicle's panels. It looks like um, the hole and the peg on that were sculpted the wrong size. So they pop off really easy. Like, you're going to lose this easy. Like, it comes right out. I, I don't know why that is. And on top of that, uh, there's a peg on the actual leg in a slot on that panel, and they fit together really well on the right one, but the left one, it just pops right off. So I might have got a bum one, but I, I don't know. It's still good, and I would still recommend buying it regardless. Not because I'm a store, but because it's pretty good, and I don't have a great deluxe Ironhide. I like the Combiner Wars one a lot, and I didn't like the Universe one really at all. And I never had the G1 one as a kid because I hated how it looked. But this one looks like I want Ironhide to look. The vehicle mode is like a big old fist on an arm, like a sturdy brick you can throw through a window with wheels. And uh, it has gray wheels that are unpainted. I should also add that Prowl's wheels are clear, pale, 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 pale blue with silver hubcaps, and they look really nice, but they don't look convincingly like a Earth car, and neither does Ironhide. None of this wave has Earth alt modes. These are Cybertronian alt modes. Prowls comes closest to an Earth police car, but you're not fooling anybody. These are space cars, and they're cool. One thing Ironhide has going for him that I think is really neat is his rifle. Not only does it look big and menacing, with a little bit of work, uh, you can move the barrel of the gun, and it becomes a hammer. And that's pretty cool, because we don't get a lot of different kinds of melee weapons with these toys lately. And it uh, snaps real nicely. It's also got more silver battle damage paint on the weapon than Ironhide has. And you know what? That's probably a good thing. Um, his feet have most of the wear and tear, which again makes sense. If you're stomping around, your shoes are going to get more messed up than your pants or your shirt. On the uh, Wave 1 toys, the, most of the wear and tear was on the crotch. 
Now, I'm not going to make judgments, and I don't know how Transformers fight, but someone needs to stop hitting these poor gentlemen and ladies in the crotches. Just whatever you do, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, Ironhide has a lot of sculpted detail, but not nearly as much as Chromia. There are some panels and stuff, and you'll see little sculpted bits and pieces, but it's not nearly as gratuitous. Uh, the arms are big and bulky. Articulation is really good. You'll have multiple 5mm ports all over the figure. There's one on the back for backpacks. There are some on the back of the shoulders, four of them, uh, and that's on the back. On the actual arm shoulder part, on the outside of each arm, there's another 5mm port. On the back of the forearm is another one. The fists are each 5mm ports. There are even 5mm ports on the shins, on those flaps. I, I'm wary of using them. And another pair of 5mm ports on the bottom of the feet. They want you to armor this guy up so bad, and I haven't got a chance to try it yet, because again, I just got these figures yesterday. I think they've only been open for not even 12 hours yet, and I was sleeping for eight of those hours and working for a few more of them, so it makes it difficult to put everything through its paces. But I have to tell you, dear listener, this is a good toy. I like the head sculpt a lot. Probably my favorite non-Masterpiece Ironhide head sculpt. I didn't buy the Masterpiece, I just wanted to make that stipulation. It looks great. It's finally a really great Ironhide toy. I like the Combiner Wars one just fine, too. No, Not disparaging it. It's good. But uh, for the asking price, I think you'll get your money's worth. Just be wary of those shin panels. Uh, like when you are with uh, Prowl, be wary of losing the light bar, because when you open the package, if it flies out, flies under a table, it's small. Once you peg it into place, or rather position it into place, we don't use peg as a verb here, we know that that is uh, something that's going to stay put because the form fit is very good on 5mm weapons. Um, now that I think about it, the only thing that's really missing on Ironhide, looking at him, he does not have, I don't think, any of those uh, smaller 3mm pegs that you can use to put those combat uh, blaster things on. There's some on 6-gun, quite a few. You got them on Chromia, you got them on Prowl, but there's nothing on Ironhide's gun, and there doesn't seem to be anything on Ironhide. That is interesting. I am going to go take a look at my uh, Comic-Con coverage last year and see if they changed it, because I'm curious if they took it off. Oh, wait, no, I take it back. There's two on the shoulders. They're very, very shallow and very, very subtle, so maybe I'm missing them. But they're very obvious on the other toys, uh, because it's basically like a giant nipple sticking out of something, and they're usually on the chest in a weird place, so you that's what you might see. But on Ironhide, they're on the shoulders, and they're very, very subdued. So good job, Hasbro. Uh, and Takara, you know, you did a nice job on this figure. And we had stock. We now don't have stock, but we have more coming. Uh, I recommend ordering them. If you order the set of four, shipping is free in the United States uh, because that is how we roll on our sets of Transformers. Check out our website for our other new exciting Transformers, and I can tell because my computer is about to go to sleep, I've been talking way too long about these. That's how you know I like them. So go to entertainmentearth.com. You can order these and other War for Cybertron Siege figures today, and there's going to be more and more and more. So see you next time, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at Enterth.